You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are in a series entitled Make Room. And dito sa series na to, this is a six-week series that we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Why do we need to talk about the Holy Spirit? Kasi yung Holy Spirit, this is the most neglected person in the Godhead. We know God as the Father, we know God as the Son, but when it comes to God being the Holy Spirit, there's a lot of misunderstanding and that's the reason why even church divide when it comes to this topic. Probably because there are people who have practiced the gifts or the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in a very weird way. But all of us believe that it is important to know the Holy Spirit because it is the power of God that enables us to live a victorious life. That's the reason why our name is Victory. Because we believe that God has intended us to live a victorious life as long as we are in Christ Jesus. So in this uh, six-week series, this is going to be the fourth week. Right now, we are going to talk about the spirit of sonship. For me, this is one of, the, one of the things that we have to be reminded of. This is also one of the things that we forget. Okay, there are a lot of times that we fall from time to time. We commit sin because we forget about this. A few weeks ago or last month, diba, as we all know, that Prince Harry, diba, kinasal siya to an actress named Meghan Markle. A Hollywood actress. I was thinking about royalty. When it comes to royalty, diba, there are certain things that they would do and there are certain things that they won't do because they are royalty. And I was thinking that probably Meghan Markle not being of, of royalty and now engrafted in the royal family, probably there are things that she does before, but because now she's part of the royal family, there are things na kailangan niyang hindi nagawin. And there are things that she doesn't do na kailangan niyang gawin. Because at the end of the day, she is not just carrying the name of Meghan Markle as the Hollywood actress, but right now, she is carrying, more importantly, the name of the royal family. Kaya importante ito pag-uusapan natin, the spirit of sonship. When we talk about sonship, kasama po dito yung mga babae, right? In other words, we're going to talk about us being the children of God. So right now, we are going to be reading continue. We, last week, we started in Galatians 3. In Galatians 3, we also saw or we also studied that Paul was very angry when he addressed the Galatian church because the Galatian church was, kumbaga, ito parang, ano na ito eh, parang mga anak niya. Because when Paul started this missionary journey, he planted churches in Galatia, Ephesus, Corinth, ganyan. That's the reason why in the New Testament, we have yung mga letters ni Paul, yung mga ibang books dyan na mababasa natin. So, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, ganyan. And here, when uh, Paul, when he was already old, so ginagawa na lang niya, since hindi na siya nakaka-travel, he would just send letters of encouragement. But when it comes to Galatia, all right, which is right now modern-day Turkey, started to get a report that there were false teachers trying to teach the Galatians or the Gentile Christians about a different gospel. So, si Paul, being a spiritual father to the Galatian churches, knowing that there is another teaching, a different teaching na pumapasok and trying to destroy the gospel that has been given by Christ, he started to become mad. Kaya sinabi niya sa Galatians 3, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? In other words, he was equating the false gospel into something evil that is being done. So we talked about that last week, about the role of the Holy Spirit in not only starting uh, our Christian walk, but even as we continue our Christian walk, kailangan natin yung Holy Spirit. And now, He moves on. He continues and validates, intensifies yung, yung pinagagawa ng Galatians na trying to go back to do obligations, religious rules, in contrast to the finished work of Jesus Christ. Alright? So ngayon, yung ginawa dito ni Paul is that he was using an illustration to validate this point as 
as being a slave and as being a son to the Galatian churches. We will be reading in Galatians 4. Let's read it. Sabay sabay. One, two, three. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to come here as a church community, as a spiritual family. Nasabay-sabay kami, pinapakinggan ang iyong salita. Pakinoon, salamat po that we are here being reminded that we are your children. And I pray, even right now, that as I preach your word, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to each and every one of us, that this will not just be something that we hear sa, sa isang tenga tapos lalabas sa kabila, but may this be placed in our hearts so that we will be always reminded who we are in light of what Christ has did for us on the cross. Lord, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, the binasa natin kanina, Paul was talking about a tradition or a culture during their time, how it is nagtatransition ang isang uh, child, bata, child into adulthood. Yun yung ginamit ka. Kumbaga, he was going to use an illustration to stress his point that more than the law that has been given to us by God, that God has, has never intended the law for us, to be, for us to be saved by the law, but Paul wanted to stress the gift of God that comes from the gospel. But before we go there, kailangan meron pa tayo isang maintindihan na religious culture na ginagawa nila ng mga Hudyo for us to appreciate the text we will be reading. At saka yung, well, this Jewish culture is called uh, Bar Mitzvah. Alright? Have you heard the word Bar Mitzvah? Alright? Bar Mitzvah. It is a Jewish culture where a young boy becomes come of age. Na, in other words, nagiging, they consider that boy to a transition stage, Bar Mitzvah, to become a man. A translation of Bar Mitzvah is a son of commandment. A Jewish boy who is 13 years old, kumbaga, when he is 13, eto na yung ritual na ginagawa nila. When boys goes through bar mitzvah at the age of 13, and sa babae naman, depende sa custom, it's either 12 or 13, basta meron silang mga custom-custom dun eh. Basta when they reach bar mitzvah, it means that this person will have obligations as a man or as a woman. When this boy or girl, reaches bar mitzvah, this person will already become accountable for their actions. In other words, kung bata yan, for example, tapos yung biglang nagnakaw, alright, nagnakaw, ang accountable dyan, kapag bata yan, ang accountable dyan, sino? Yung magulang. Pag ninakaw yan, kailangan bayaran ng magulang kung ano yung ninakaw or sinira nung bata na hindi sa kanila. Because the parent is accountable during that time. Kaya for example, di ba, kanyari dito sa church, di ba, for example, the kids, they will be, biglang sisigaw, kaya, sino yung titignan natin? Hindi naman, di ba, yung, yung bata, tinitignan natin yung magulang. Of course, we have to understand that I have a child as well. Pag sa mall, sisigaw yung, ano, yung anak namin, di ba, biglang, hindi, hindi yung bata, well, tinitignan niya, pero at the end of the day, ang titignan nila. Kami, di ba? Parang sinasabi nila sa amin, parang hindi nyo pinapalaki yan ng anak nyo ng mabuti. Yung pag nasa mall, di ba? Tatakbo, ganyan, or iiyak yung ganon. Eh, siguro hindi, ka na, hindi mo alam kung anong pinagdadaanan namin. Anyway, ganon yung point. That when they're still a child, the accountable person is not them, but the parent. But when they reach bar mitzvah, 
the accountable person is already that person. Kapag siya yung nagnakaw, may nasira, siya yung pwedeng makulong. Hindi na makukulong yung magulang. Because that person, kumbaga, for them, this person can, can already think properly that this person can already make decisions. This person also, when you are 13 and consider that you are a man during their culture, ibig sabihin yun, that you can already participate in Jewish ritual and practices and traditions. You are part of the Jewish community life. Di ba meron tayo minsan sinasabi kapag meron mga magugulong bata, tapos yung nag-uusap tayo, ano sinasabi usually yung mga matatanda, uh, wag ka dito or wag ka muna dito, usapang matanda to. Diba? But now, if you are went through bar mitzvah, kasama ka na dun in their Jewish custom. Kumbaga, your suggestions, your opinions matter to us already because you are part of this family. You are already a man. You are already a woman. Parang ano, pag ano, di ba? what do we do in our day and age? For example, a debut, pag 18 na yung babae. Or for example, well, we consider that this person is already a woman, a lady. Pag sa lalaki siguro, pag nakuha niya na yung lisensya niya, di ba? Yes, I'm already a man. I can drive. I have a license. So pag pray ko na lang, Lord, yung kotse, bigay mo sa akin. May li- Pero may license na ako. At least, di ba? Kailangan doon naman lagi nagsisimula yon. So Paul is using an illustration, this, this tradition, this bar mitzvah, in contrasting in us living under the law and us living as a child of God. So for us to appreciate more, alright, yung binasa natin verse, kailangan natin mag-backtrack in a few verses. And in Galatians 3, at the, at the end part of Galatians 3, sinabi dito, Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. So paano dito pumapasok yung bar mitzvah? Alright? Now before faith came, we see here, we were held captive under the law. They were held captive under the law, says Abedi Paul, because they were so engrossed or they, they wanted to fulfill the law so much because, eh, binigay mo to Lord. So, siguro, God, so ito yung kailangan namin gawin for us to go to heaven. But God's intention was not really for, for us to give the law so that we can go to heaven, but the law served us, what? It served us a guardian until Christ came. A guardian or the law was given for us to understand what right from wrong is. Kasi kung isang bata, for example, kung walang magsasabi sa kanya ng tama sa mali, ano mangyayari? Gagawin niya lang kung ano yung gusto niya. But the law was given for us to know what's right from wrong is, but it was never really intended for the law for us to have salvation through the law. So here, Paul was saying that before you come into maturity, Bago ka maging mature, which is that pinag-uusapan dito yung faith. When you have faith already, you are mature, which is in the person of Jesus Christ. But before faith came, before Christ came, we are held captive under the law. So, and the law serves as a guardian. So, ang guardian, ang ginagawa kasi before, during, before the time of bar mitzvah, if the kid is around 11 years old, the father or the master of the house would appoint a person, a servant or a slave. He would appoint this person. Usually yung matanda yun, yung medyo hindi na nakakagawa ng some of the household chores, activities. So he would appoint this person to be over his son, which is 11 years old. And the role of that guardian or manager is to, first is to teach Teach what? To teach what right from wrong is. To teach him how it is pagdating sa social etiquette. Paano ka ba dapat mag-i-carry yung self mo, bata? Ganon. That's the role of the guardian. He teaches the son of his master. Parang yung pag-usapan nga natin, parang yung law. He teaches us what right from wrong is. Another role of the guardian is to protect. To protect 
the, the son of his master. And also, if we're going to look at it in light of the law, that is also the intention of God, why God has given us the law. Why He has given us Ten Commandments. Why He has said, Those shall not steal, those shall not kill, those shall not bear false witness. You should love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You should not covet. Because its intention is not for God to become a killjoy para sa atin, but the intention of the law is to protect us. Kasi if there's no law, for example, walang sign na nagsasabi na one way dito, Walang sign, pero one way pala talaga yun. Pasyon dumaan ka doon, ano mangyayari sa'yo? It could probably bring you to a disaster, to an accident. But the law was made, besides teaching us, it also protects us from, from the penalty of sin. And that's the role of the guardian as well. And sinasabi dito ni, ano, in-equate dito ni Paul, that the law serves as our guardian. It teaches us and it protects us. But again, the law was never intended for us to be saved through the law. Alright? So, yun, importante yun. So, uh, we can see here, until Christ came. So, yeah, we were held captive. And the law is our guardian. But now, it, said, it says here in verse 25, But now that faith has come, una, before faith has come, with Jesus, our object of faith, dati, before faith has come, before Jesus has come, the law serves as our guardian. In verse 25, but now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. But for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. When Jesus Christ came here, there is no need for the law for us to be justified, but through Christ, we are now justified. We are no longer in need of a guardian. Uh, moving on, sabi dito, for as many as were baptized into Christ have put on. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Ang ganda nun, di ba? For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And I was reminded uh, because one of the practices that the Jews did was if you are going through bar mitzvah already, right, magta-transition ka na, what they would do is that they would take the clothes of the boy, tapos nun, papalitan nila ng bagong, ano, bagong damit. Kumbaga, it's going to be put on him. Signifying that you are already a man. That you are already a new person. When I was thinking about na naalala ko yung ano yung when it comes to our offices, di ba? In our office, if you are new, you are under what? Under probation. And when you are under probation, hindi ka pa full employee, di ba? Hindi ka pa talaga empleyado ng kumpanyang yon. So what happens that they would either give you a temporary ID or wala, di ba? Kumbaga, inonote na lang ng guard, for example. But if you finish either four months, six months, depende sa company nyo. What they would do when you are already a regular person is that they would what? They will give you an ID. Ito yung ID namin sa office eh. And then, kapag pumunta ka doon, diba, you will what? You will put on. Meaning that you are already part of that company. You are no longer under probation but you are part of this company. Kumbaga, hindi ka nasisitahin ng guard, nasan yung ID mo, right? or, or anong ginagawa mo dyan, or wala kang access sa ganito. But now, because you have an ID, you already have an access. And here, as we can see, that when we have put on Christ, the new creation, being a new creation in us, sabi dito in verse 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. It doesn't matter kung matanda ka, bata ka, mahirap, mayaman. It doesn't matter if your past was, was, was not nice. It doesn't matter if your past, you were an atheist, you did not believe God. But when you have put on the new creation in Christ, we are all in Christ. We are all one in Christ. 
Kaya nga, ito yung salvation na sinasabi ni Paul. It doesn't matter if you are a Jew, kasi pag Jew, dapat ito kailangan mong gawin, ito yung mga traditions na kailangan mong gawin, eh, paano hindi ka nga Jew eh? Pero this is the gift that Paul was saying, that's the reason why he was so angry, bakit meron dinadagdag sa gospel na, na, mga, na mga false teachers, and naniniwala pa yung iba mga Galatians. But he was saying, if we have put on Christ, you are all one in Christ Jesus already. Or in other words, you have already been accepted by God. The reason why I can say to myself, every time I come here, I can raise up my hands and sing to God, sing praises to God, is not because I'm looking at myself. But the reason why I can say that I can come here and worship God is because I am looking always in Jesus Christ. And at the end of the day, you may see yourself that I've done these things, I've done that thing. This is not really nice. Hindi nakabigay ng glory to sa Panginoon. But if we look at what Jesus did on the cross, if we look at Jesus, you can worship God. Because you know that I have already surrendered these things. It's, this is not about me trying to look good towards God. This is me, the real me. A me who is incapable of saving myself, but yet I have put on Christ. And the reason why I worship Him is because I appreciate what He did. I am thankful for, for what He did. I am in so much gratitude I have towards what Jesus did on the cross. It becomes a response. So don't sabi dito, moving on, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring. If you are in Christ, you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. Ngayon, from that transition, dito na tayo pupunta sa binasa natin kanina. Ano nangyari? He talks about who we are before Christ came, during the law, and now who we are when Christ came. And now, when Christ came and we made Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we become heirs. Heirs like Abraham. In chapter 4, verse 1, it says, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, so he goes back to that illustration again, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave. Though he is the owner of everything soon, but he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his Father. So going back to that illustration, this person is at the age of 11, yung father meron i-appoint sa kanya na isang tao that would become a guardian to that child. Diba? He will teach that child, protect that child, he will teach him with the, the culture, the traditions, ganyan, para paglaki ng child at the proper time, ano mangyayari? That the child will become ready. That when he becomes a man, he will be capable of taking the responsibilities and obligation as a man. And we can see here during this time that this child is no different from a slave. Kumbaga, it's not demeaning the child. Tawag nga sa kanila dyan is that they are a minor son. It's not demeaning your child or the son, but it just tells that this son is not yet full-grown. Minor. Kumbaga, he is in a transition. Tinetrain pa to. Yung batang to. Kaya tawag sa kanya, minor son. Which is no different from a slave because yung minor son, yung bata, kailangan sumunod sa mga inappoint ng kanyang tatay. These guys are a slave by my dad in the family. But I have to follow them because I am a minor son. Kung baka kailangan niya sundin yung pag sinabi ng slave dito sa anak ng magulang who is under 13, oh, magwalis ka. Oh, kailangan mo nang mag-ano, sabi ng daddy mo, kailangan mo nang mag-aral. Oh, time to eat. Kailangan niya sundan yung guardian niya. So in other words, parang he's treated as a slave then. Because he has to follow someone, he must work, he must learn from that person as well under his managers. Alright? So when that transition happens and he starts to become 13, he starts to become a full-grown son. That this person is already ready to take on the obligations as a man. And he says here, I mean that, that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave. Because though he owns everything, but he is under guardians, 
managers until the date set by his uh, father. So when he reaches that proper age, dun lang siya naging full-grown son. Or consider that you are already a man, you are already part of the customs that we do. You are no longer a minor son, but you are already a full-grown son. You are uh, no longer treated as a slave, but you are already a, a master. You are already part of this family. And it says here, in the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. Paul was saying that tayo ren, ganun yung nangyari sa atin. Before we have met Christ, we were enslaved in the men elementary principles ng mundong to. What are the elementary principles of this world? But if you, that if you want to gain favor from God, you have to do good. You have to do this. You have to keep your promise. Pag nag Pag nag-New Year, kailangan ipangako mo sa sarili mo, magpapakabit ka na, di ba? But we all know, as we mentioned last week, these things are, are trying to reform ourselves, trying to conform to different things, and it's all human effort. It can never really save us. It can never really change us. The only thing we need is the transforming power of Jesus Christ through the power of the gospel, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So he was saying here that we are enslaved to the elementary teachings of this world. A slave only thinks about himself. Diba? A slave only thinks about himself as long as this will be beneficial for me. I will do it. A slave lives in fear. Kumbaga, takot. Kasi pag hindi ko to ginawa, lagot ako. So I have to do this. My question is right now, how do we live our Christian life? Are we living as a slave or our attitude is a son? Our at- an attitude of a slave is because nahihirapan ako sa aming marriage. Magkikwit na lang ako. Magde-divorce na lang kami. That's how a slave thinks. Iniisip niya lang yung kapakanan niya. Kumbaga, he is ready to quit as long as he survives. How does a slave thinks? Just because everyone is doing it, sige, sasama na rin ako sa kanila. That's how a slave thinks. Just because the majority is saying, this is accepted, this should be the norm. So ako, miski sabi ni God, hindi pwede yan, okay lang sa akin kasi sabi ng majority. Mas maraming nasabi yung tao kesa yung Biblia. That's how a slave thinks. We are enslaved in the elementary teaching. How do we go about our Christian walk? Are we slaves or are we sons? And in verse 4, sabi dito, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law. Ang ganda nito yung word nito, fullness of time. Since the beginning, since creation, this was already God's plan to reveal Jesus Christ. Since God created the stars, the heavens, the universe, since God mentioned, let there be light, it was already in God's mind to reveal Himself through the person of Jesus Christ. And then, the fall happened, so ang dami nangyaring problema sa buhay natin. And because of that, because of, of the sin, because of our disobedience, ang dami nangyari, and, and you can see in Scripture, diba? there are a lot of suffering, there are a lot of pain in the Jewish life, diba? you can see that they were lifted up to be a great nation. Tapos because of their disobedience, parang cycle, obey, disobey, obey, disobey, obey, disobey. Tapos yun, until the brink of time, parang wala nang mangyayari sa kalawin. Kumbaga, hindi na alam kung paano sila pupulutin. In the fullness of time, God sent for His Son. And probably you're here right now, you are experiencing that as well. You are experiencing na parang wala nang mangyayari sa buhay ko, but God is telling us, in the fullness of time, God already revealed His Son. This fullness of time already happened in the past. So that means, whatever we are experiencing right now, there is grace. Because Jesus has already been revealed sa buhay natin. And because the Holy Spirit has given us the grace to overcome all these things. The fullness of time. Ibig sabihin, dumating na si Jesus. He was born under law because He was going to fulfill the law 
and also he was going to be a sacrifice for our sins. In fulfilling that law, sabi that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So he came here to fulfill the law. And when he fulfilled the law, anyone who believes in him, sabi sa John 3.16, what will not perish but have everlasting life. That is why sabi that he came here to redeem, to seek and to save what was lost. And moving on, he says here, to redeem those who were under the law so that what? We might receive adoption as sons. Another word, another transition from someone, a slave, and transition, adoption, to being a son. I like this word, adoption. One is because a lot of my friends have been adopting kids. Yung mga kasama ko sa youth before. And, and sabi ko, wow, these guys are amazing. Because I, I started to learn from them, them adopting, because uh, they were saying, they would post in their Instagram that it really speaks of what God has done for us through the gospel. And sabi ko, when I see those posts, sabi ko, parang ako rin, I talked to this with my wife, sabi ko, we are open. If we're going to have a third child, probably we'll adopt so that we can demonstrate. But more than uh, us, me demonstrating that as well, raising a, a child who has been abandoned, adopting that person, and raising him up to become a person who loves God, who fears God. Di ba ang sarap na feeling yun that you could see that adopted person na hindi mo kadugo, tapos yun, that person is going to love God. You know that you have been used by God. Diba? But also, because I am a product of adoption as well. I only found out when I was uh, 30 years old. A few weeks before I got married. Alright? Doon ko na nalaman na adopted pala ako, ganyan. So, mabang story, pero hindi na natin dito kakwento yon. Pero yun, kumbaga, I want to apply that as well. But here, during their time, when we talk about adoption, it's not like me wanting to adopt someone, a cute little baby. Ganyan. During their time, when we talk about adoption, it talks about them getting someone who is already an adult. Getting someone, this person, I'm going to get this person because I don't have any children. Wala akong mapagpapasaan ng aking mga ari-arian, aking mga hasyenda, ganyan. So I will take this person, I will adopt this person, I will have someone, a, a guardian, a mentor to, to raise this person up so that in the proper time of bar mitzvah, this person, and eventually, he will become the heir. Siya yung, kumbaga, sa kanya ko ibibigay. And thinking about that, we are like that as well, that we have been adopted by God through the work of Jesus Christ. That we were a slave, that we were a nobody, but because of the love of God, He adopted us into His kingdom. And this adoption took place with a great, great payment, which is the sacrifice, the blood of Jesus Christ, which is His one and only Son. Ako, I will never allow my children, my daughter, to die for someone. Especially that someone is my enemy. The Bible says that we are enemies of God. But God allowed Jesus to go through the cross so that through His death, His one and only Son, so that through His death, tayo, we can be adopted. I hope that as we talk about this, that we could see the magnitude of what Christ did for us on the cross. That we could see the magnitude of our Heavenly Father, what He had to go through for us to be saved. Kaya si Paul nagagalit sobra. Because yun nga eh, this is already what Jesus did for you. And you're trying to do these things pa, thinking that this loss will save you. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son, which is the Holy Spirit, into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Bago tayo pumunta dyan, to know, ano ba yung tong Abba Father? Abba, Abba, ano ba yan? Well, let's go to J.I. Packer. He addressed the importance of the truth of Abba Father by first asking, What is a Christian? The question can be answered in many ways. But the richest answer I know is that a Christian is one who has God as Father. In other words, we are designed to live in a family. 
our highest privilege and deepest need is to experience the Holy God as our loving Father, to approach Him without fear and to be assured of His fatherly care and concern. No other religion in this world that we can call God as our Father. No other religion in this world that tells us, you just approach your Father, accept what Jesus did on the cross, and you will be saved. In other religions, what you have to do, if you want to be close to God, this is what you have to do. You have to do this, you have to do that, you have to fast, you have to read this, you have to ganyan. Try to see what our culture does, tradition does. Pag ginawa mo yan, then you can be close to God. For us, we know that yes, we may have things that we do, diba? We, we do communion, we, we worship ganyan, we read our Bibles, we even fast as well which is malapit na yon yung mid-year fasting natin on July. But all of these things we don't do for us to gain favor from God. These things we do because it is a response for us knowing already that we have a great God that we can call our Father. So ano ba yung Abba? Basically, Abba means Daddy. It's a term of endearment. It is word, it's a word of intimacy. And here, pwede natin sabihin, di ba? Sige, anak, ganyan, Hope Clay, three years old, you can call me Abba, ganyan, call me Abba, yan, papractice natin. But here, during their time, when they use the word Abba, it is not a childish word, but a term of respect. The only time that a person can say Abba is if he is of proper age. Kapag dumaan na siya ng bar mitzvah, doon niya lang pwedeng sabihin that Abba a term of endearment. Kaya dito, sabi dito, when we were reading it, that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Son is in us, when we made Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we have Christ in, uh, we have the Holy Spirit in us, it tells us na ngayon that you have been adopted already, that apart from the law, you have are now in Christ, you can now say, you can now call God as Abba. Pwede mo na siya tawagin ganun because you have made Christ as your Savior. Romans 8 verse 14 to 15, sabi dito, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. When we receive the Holy Spirit in us, it testifies us, it reminds us that you are not just a child, but you can call God as your Abba. You are not immature already, you are not just doing the law, but now you have placed your trust in Christ to become Lord and Savior. As, as a person who has an intimate relationship with Abba, with the Father, you can come to Him anytime you want. You can come to Him, you approach Him anytime you want. My question is, how is our prayer life right now? How do we go to God? When we go to God, do we go to God as slaves or as sons? Do we go to God na you're saying that, that ah, kailangan kong, Lord, kaya ako hindi nabibless kasi, ah, kaya hindi ako bless kasi siguro ito yung mga nangyayari sa akin or kasi wala akong pera, ganyan. You know what? A person who thinks that he is just blessed, uh, when it comes to money, na pag wala akong pera, hindi ako blessed. So, kailangan may pera ako to be blessed. That's how a slave thinks. Because a son will think, yes, I may not have much money compared to other people, but I also see the blessings that God has given me. Because a slave thinks only in, when it comes to monetary, unlike a son, sees his father as a great provider. The reason why this is also important, because it goes back to our identity, that we are children of God. And right now, for example, one of the big issues that we have is really ano, uh, depression. That's the reason why people would commit suicide. That's the reason why money is not, at the end of the day, is not really uh, that big of a deal. Because some people are so famous, but then, why do, would they commit suicide? Diba? Because there is something deeper that is happening in our hearts. For example, Anthony Bourdain, He's a reality TV star, talks about food. That's the reason I love watching him. 
He even came here in the Philippines. Uh, one of the particular things that he highlighted was Jollibee. <laughs> right? Yung he tried Jollibee, he told his viewers kung ganong kasarap yung Chicken Joy. Yan, di ba? Yung crispy na balat ng Chicken Joy. Right? Malapit na mag-lunch, right? So, so yun. Why would this person commit suicide? When he has everything, people know him already. You know what? We did not receive a spirit of slavery that says, you're not worthy. We did not receive a spirit of slavery na nagsabi, gawin mo lang yan. Gawin, gawin, gagawin mo lang yan ulit eh. Diba? You are a failure. Nobody loves you. Kung hindi mo to gagawin, alam mo, baka sabihin ng office mates mo, baduy ka. Or ng mga classmates mo, baduy ka. Kung hindi mo to gagawin, paano ka mapopromote? Diba? Kung hindi mo to gagawin, that's the voice of slavery. When we are children of God, we know that we are more than this. The Spirit Himself bears witness. But you know what? There are times that God would use, the Holy Spirit would use other people as well. That's the reason why it's very important for us to be connected with victory groups. That's the reason why if you are here, you're going through depression, let me tell you this, you need help. You can contact us, 771-1212, in our office. Let's schedule time so we can talk about it. And if we can't talk about it, there, we have professionals here in church. Ikala ko ba, enough na yung Holy Spirit, Pastor? Yes, enough yung Holy Spirit, but at the end of the day, there are experts as well that I know that God is using in these areas, di ba? Ako naman, hindi ko naman kaya kung meron kang brain tumor. Hindi ko kaya maging surgeon sa'yo. Baka ano pa mangyari sa'yo, di ba? Kapag God has anointed other people as well. But from on the onset, you have to be connected with someone so that you can talk about this. Because one of the strategies of the enemy is to divide and conquer. Parang kung napanood sa mga animal planet how lions would get their food, di ba? They would not attack the entire herd. They would try to bring confusion to, to their herd. Tapos they will try to isolate this one animal. Pag na-isolate na yun, doon na siya patay. Doon na siya susunggaban ng pack of lions. And sometimes tayo, the, probably the reason why we live a defeated life is because we are doing it on our own. The greatest lie of the enemy is saying, hindi mo kailangan ng ibang tao. Kaya mo yan. He would probably even use scripture or the preaching. Hindi mo kailangan ng ibang tao. May Holy Spirit ka naman eh. Alam niyo ba, di ba si Jesus rin when he was tempted by Satan? Ginamitan rin ni Satan ng scripture. Pero because Jesus knows the deeper meaning of those words, he was able to refute it. And you know what? The enemy can also use that against you. He can say, hindi mo na kailangan ng tao. Basta Jesus lang. Hindi mo na kailangan ng ibang tao. Hindi mo kailangan ng church. Hindi mo kailangan maging part ng victory group. Basta umattend ka lang. But then, we don't realize, ina-isolate na pala tayo ng kalaban. Tapos yun, susunggabin na tayo. When do you want to be part of a group or with the people who helps you? Do you want to look for help or be part of a group when they're already eating you? <laughs> or do you want to be part of the group before they eat you? Diba? So that when the enemy comes, he will not stand a chance because you are part of a community. And it says here, and because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave but a son. If a son, then an heir. This is our security. This is our assurance. We may, have, we may experience a lot of things right now that is unfavorable, but let me tell you this, that you have an inheritance. He says here uh, in verse 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. You may be feeling right now that you have been left out, that God doesn't hear you, but let me tell you this, as long as you have made Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you are an heir. You may not see it right now, but probably you have to look at Jesus. Because in our situation right now, in our fallen world, talagang ganon, we will doubt our capabilities. But because we are really incapable and it's only Christ who can make it possible, we need Christ. We need to always look at uh, what Christ did on the cross. And that's the reason why we need to always ask and pray and talk to the Holy Spirit. Because as children of God, 
we have the assurance of the Holy Spirit in us. Ito yung nag-assure sa atin that you are sealed. That you are 100% guaranteed a child of God. Di ba, when you go to, for example, Divisoria or anywhere, di ba, minsan ang dami doon yung mga, ano, yung mga Apple logo, ganyan. Pero alam mong hindi yung totoo eh, di ba? Kung alam mong fake yon. But when you go to a Mac store, you know the seal. You know the, the logo na ito, legit to. Totoo to. Di ba? Kaya we are to be reminded that the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is there to remind us that you are a child of God. That you don't have to settle for anything less. If that guy is trying to flirt around with you, you know that he's not a Christian, don't settle for anything less. You are a child of God. You are a princess. Kung meron dyan, you are tempted because someone, there's this girl in your office or nasa mall, ganyan, tapos nakita mo, galit sa tela, ganyan, di ba? Kumbaga, ano ka ba, nasa beach ka ba? Bakit ganyan yung sinusot mo, ganon. Kumbaga, because you know that you are a child of God, you are a prince, you can turn away. I'm more than this. Talk to the hand, lady. Ganon, di ba? Kumbaga, you know that you are a child of the king. How do we think of ourselves when we go about our Christian walk? Sons or slaves? You know the story of the prodigal son? There's this son who told his dad, Tay, sa akin yung mga mamanahin ko. When the son did that, it's like saying na patay ka na sa akin. So he went away, squandered the money, long story short, nawala yung pera. He went back, but then the good news was that the father accepted him. Miski sabihin niya, sabihin ng anak, I'll come back to him as a servant. Para mas mabuti pa yung mga servant, may kinakain na mabuti. So when the father saw him, anong servant-servant? Alika dito, yakapin kita. That's a story that we know about the prodigal son. But the last part of that story, sometimes neglect, it's also powerful. The story of the elder son. When the elder son came, he saw na, wow, may party dito, anong meron? Bakit may tugs-tugs dito? Diba? Then when there was a party, he caught one of the servants, say, he, he asked one of the servants, and the servant said, ah, hindi mo ba nabalitaan yung kapatid mo? Bumalik na. And ngayon yung tatay mo, nagpa, ano, nagpakatay ng lechon. Alright? At saka nag-invite ng maraming tao. And when he heard that, the elder son was angry. In Luke 13, 15 verse 28 to 32, the older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. Yung father pa yung lumapit. But he answered his father, Look, all these years, I've been what? I've been what? Slaving. Again, I've been what? Slaving. Look, all these years, I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. The elder son, in his view, he was slaving. But then when the son, but when this son of yours, who has squandered your par- property with prostitutes, come here, you kill the fattened calf for him. And the father said, My son, you're always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because his brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And it's just a powerful picture that this elder son who has been with the father for so many years, nasa church, hindi nagbabackslide. But then, his heart was not being a son. His heart that he was a slave. Sabi nung tatay niya, my son, everything I have is yours. Kung gusto mo palitsyon, pwede mo naman yan eh. But since his view is a slave, iniisip niya, kailangan ko pa magpaalam. Kailangan magpaalam muna ako sa tatay ko. Ganon. Diba? Because he wasn't looking at himself as a son, but he was looking at himself as a slave. And probably some of us here have been here for the longest time. And sometimes, church is a burden. Reading God's Word is a burden. Doing things for God is a burden. Giving is a burden. Being generous is a burden. Becomes a burden. Probably, just probably. 
we need to be reminded that this is something that we don't do because we are slaves. But all of these things that we do should be a response because we are sons. I believe that we are, when we are sons, all of these things, kumbaga, it can be light. It can be low. Kumbaga, it will be light. It, there will always be a joy, diba? When we see ourselves that we are sons and not slaves. John 1.12 sabi, But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. If you are here for the longest time, you're saying you're Christian, probably you're like the elder son who sees himself, yes, I'm in the family, but I've been slaving. But on the other hand, probably it's your first time here or you haven't really made Christ your Lord and Savior. He says here in John 1.12 that to all who receive Jesus, who believe in His name, He gave right to become children of God. Probably you are here. You haven't made Christ your Lord and Savior. This is an invitation as well for you. That God wants you to be part of His family. Amen? Let's all bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we would see ourselves as sons and not slaves. Holy Spirit, help us to be reminded of the great work of Christ on the cross, of the great result of the empty cross, that as we have made Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we are no longer slaves to to traditions, to rules, to to rules in, in being saved through religious duties. But all of these are good. But we acknowledge these things can never save us. And Lord, thank you. God, thank you for allowing us to call you our Abba, our Father, our Daddy. Thank you that we are called your sons because of what Jesus did on the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.